The story of technology has consistently proven a variation on a singular theme, chasing after new gadgets. But what if that view switched from building better mousetraps to building mousetraps a better way? And can banks transform themselves by adopting an overarching high-tech mindset? To find out, we'll be talking with Sunny Singh, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Oracle Financial Services Global Business Unit. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that will help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, the managing editor at BAI. Come on in. Horizon increases digital adoption rates for financial services companies by 25%. Its award-winning platform is used in-branch in call centers and can easily integrate into your website to dramatically increase digital awareness, fluency, and confidence of both your customers and employees. To find out more, simply visit horizon.com. That's H-O-R-I-Z-N.com. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. It is fantastic to have you here with us. And here today we have Sunny Singh. Sunny is Senior Vice President and General Manager of Oracle Financial Services Global Business Unit. In this role, Sunny has worldwide responsibility for Oracle's product portfolio for the financial services industry across banking, insurance, and capital markets. And Sunny, welcome to the podcast. Lou, really glad to be here and a big hello to your listeners. Of course. 2000 doesn't seem like all that long ago, but it was before the iPhone. And then with smartphones, we had a mobile banking revolution. In terms of the next generation of financial services, what might that look like? There's a famous saying that the future is already here. The fact that we are seeing technologies evolve at a very rapid rate. And these technologies continue to build on everything that comes before them. So we see an exponential growth in the capabilities that are available across all industries today, in particular for financial services, which have traditionally been a early adopter of technology. I think we are starting to see financial services are becoming much more pervasive and connected. It doesn't matter where you are, institutions, whether they are banks or some of the new fintechs or big tech companies such as Apple or Amazon are bringing this element of financial services right to the edge at the point of need. We are seeing financial services become much more connected. You know, there is an ability from a locational perspective or from monitors that you might be wearing for that data to be used in making decisions maybe about the premium that they want to charge for your health insurance or an offer that they want to put at the right place at the right time to you. So it's very much connected. And finally, I would say that it's very intelligent. There is now a lot more data available about individuals. Besides a bank having information about your transactions, your financial history in the bank, They're able to pull together data, not only from within the bank, but from outside the bank. So they're really creating a 720 degrees view of each of their consumers. Very pervasive, very connected, very intelligent, and at the end of the day, very real time. 
I find that term, the 720-degree view of the customer, fascinating. I've never heard that before. How does that apply in terms of what you are experiencing right now in financial services? Let's just take the example of a bank. A bank used to have this idea of a channel. And a channel was how they allowed their customers to interact with them. It could be a branch. It could be a mobile application, online presence on the bank's website. It could be an ATM. These were all very well-defined channels that the bank invested in. My belief is that this has turned inside out. This is no longer about the bank creating channels to the customer. It is about the customer having access to the bank at point of need. Imagine I'm on a website looking at housing. You know, you could take the example of a website like Zillow. You like a property and you want to assess, could I really afford this property? Now that Zillow website is not actually the bank's website. But by the way, that's where myself as a consumer has a need for my bank to interact with me and tell me, am I really qualified to be able to afford this property? Now that's about access. It's about saying I can access my bank at point of use. So The only way that a bank can do that is to start to have much more information, not only from within the four walls of the bank, but about my lifestyle, about what sites I'm visiting. Maybe I'm planning a vacation. Have I been perusing vacation sites? These are all different points of life that the bank needs to have. And that to me is not only the 360 degrees view of me inside the bank, but the 360 degrees view of me outside the bank. And that's why I call it the 720 degrees view of the customer. I'm glad you were able to do that math because I was trying to figure out 720. (laughs) What is that divided (laughs) into? Oh, 360 twice. Two full circles. (laughs) There we go. Now, going back a year or two, we heard a lot of talk about wearables being the new mobile technology. And there's barely any mention of these tools today. What are some ways that banks can meet customer expectations around technology without having to worry too much about what the latest shiny new toy is? That is, Lou, a very, very key question. All banks are struggling with it. And I'll tell you why. The half-life of this technology is shrinking very rapidly. It may be down to two years or 18 months. On the flip side, banks who are early adopters of technology have been building their technology infrastructure, their business infrastructure over a very long period of time. And a lot of it was put in place in a time that many of these transformation technologies were not even available. 10 years, 15 years ago, we didn't have Internet of Things, big data capabilities. The compute wasn't strong enough to truly consolidate huge volumes of data. We did not have social technologies, mobility as pervasive as it is right now. These things didn't exist. So Really, what banks have to do, and I think this is the hardest thing that banks will do over the course of the next 10 years, is really think about the fundamental technology architecture. And they need to really architect for rapid change. They aren't set up that way today. They're going to have to architect for the future. And this is really hard for them to do because they have been making these investments over the last 35, 40 years that is functional, but is In the terms of the industry, it's legacy already. This is the thing. You have to have an architecture mindset, which means you have to create and incorporate new architectures that lend themselves to rapid evolution. 
That is not the case in banks today. How remarkable it is things have gotten to the point technology-wise that what is new and exciting technology today may in five years require a serious update or a serious rethinking. Couldn't agree more. In fact, the more tech-dependent an industry is, the more agile they have to be because their fundamentals are going to change very rapidly. The flip side of all this, of course, is relational and how banks form relationships with their customers. I think there was a naive point of view a few years back that technology was antithetical to customer relationship, that that was something you had to do with a warm handshake and a human being. The more nuanced point of view is that technology can work to deepen customer relationships. What's your view on how that can most effectively be accomplished? I'll tell you a very interesting set of facts. We recently conducted a very in-depth study using 5,700 respondents across 13 different markets. And our goal was to really understand what was happening in this digital lifestyle. What we found was the fact that there are all these channels now available digitally, online websites for banks, a lot of stuff can be done from your desk, or you can run transactions, you can check balances, you can transfer money to your friend who you just had lunch with. Those type of things are quite pervasive, quite readily available. But for the most part, what my 12-year-old daughter would say, digital channels are meh. (laughs) They they would just expect it, right? So especially when you look at the group of respondents, 20 to 35, they were highly engaged on digital channels. 85% of them thought it was a given. When you went beyond the simpler transactions like checking an account balance or transferring money to your friend or for your child to have lunch in school, when you got past that level of complexity and you got into more complex products like getting a personal loan or getting a mortgage, that's when things got really funky. We saw a tremendous drop in the satisfaction level of the digital experience. And that is because these products are complex. There are long lead times, there's a lot of excessive information gathering, a lot of steps, a lot of manual intervention, a lot of inquiries that have to be done. And that's when the satisfaction level plummets. 30% of those people now are looking for alternatives. So you can imagine that that is actually becoming a point of customer churn. And that is what is dangerous for banks because there are alternatives out there. There are companies, these fintechs that have been born Internet of Things, having locational information, all of that is just natively available. And so in my mind, they have an advantage, banks do, because they've had a trusted relationship. They have the ability to bring these new digital experiences. What they really have to work on is the more complex digital processes, the actual engagement with the customer the actual transaction as it moves through its process, that's what needs to be digitized. And if you don't do a good job of that, that is where you'll experience the most amount of churn. This has been a fascinating interview. You have made things crystal clear in terms of a very complicated landscape. Sonny, thank you so much for being with us. It was my pleasure. And Lou, thank you for the opportunity. Sunny Singh is Senior Vice President and General Manager of Oracle Financial Services Global Business Unit. You can look for Sunny on LinkedIn. 
And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, it's a given that we're seeing technology evolve at a rapid rate, but in truth, the evolution is a revolution that's exponential across all of financial services. Technology is pervasive, connected, and big technology companies, as well as banks, are bringing their power right to the point of need. That means financial institutions can make offers more timely than ever and continuously stay connected to those they serve. Number two, the 720 degree view of customers is the new digital reality where consumers can access their banks and banks in turn can leverage information from the consumer having to do with their lifestyle and the timing of decisions from taking a vacation to buying a new home. And number three, while banks have advantages in building trusted customer relationships, their technology needs to take customers through a smooth transactional chain. Agility is necessary as customer channels evolve every six months. So practice a mindset that takes consistent and constant iteration of technology as a reality. Harlan Clark is a leading provider of omnichannel customer engagement solutions. The company delivers quality payment solutions, multi-channel marketing campaigns, and secure data-driven lead gen and critical communications to meet the needs of financial institutions of all sizes. Find out more at harlanclark.com. And now BAI Banking Strategies brings you... The Aha Moment, where our podcast guest shines a light on that point in time where realization, revelation, or exploration made all the difference in their financial services career. Digital technology, the science of ones and zeros, bits and bytes, is also at its heart an art that especially applies when those grinding out the innovation see the human connection. Here, Sonny Singh talks about his realization that in a fast-moving, high-tech world, it all boils down to transforming customers' lives. Listen. An interesting moment in my life was when I was involved in a very important pursuit and really took the time to understand what the customer was trying to accomplish, what kind of timelines were ahead of them, what were some of the biggest challenges that they were trying to solve for, what it meant for their shareholders and the implications of their stock in the marketplace. And when I really put all of that context into the product, two things happened. One is I switched my focus completely from being product-oriented to being customer-focused. And the second thing it did is it immediately showed the customer the journey that they would be on if they were to use the set of technologies that I was bringing to the table. And that moment was very key in cementing a very strong relationship. What I learned from that is I should always start with my customer. I should think about what they're trying to accomplish, what is important for their business, and how the technologies that I'm building for the future really apply in creating a transformational experience for them. I think that has helped me in very good stead in diverting my personal energy and the resources that I have at my disposal in building products for my marketplace and my industry. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. And here are a few reminders from yours truly and your friends at BAI. 
First of all, if you haven't done so, subscribe to our daily newsletter. It's free to sign up. And be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter to stay up to date on BAI's latest and greatest. You can catch me on LinkedIn. Be sure to connect. I'm Lou Carloso, the managing editor at BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.